Welcome back to the Better Questions podcast. So grateful you're tuning in. We've got some questions rolling this way. The first question we have uh, to look at is on the question of translations. So this question comes from Seamus. Uh, Seamus asked the question, how do we know which Bible translation is right? There are so many translations and it seems like if they're all so different, what does that mean? Great question. Um, I begin with this question by asking a few other questions. When we think about translation, okay, and this is someone who I am by no means an expert in New Testament Greek. Um, I've taken courses in seminary. I use a software program called Accordance. And so I have a, a master's level understanding of the, the, the New Testament Greek. And by having even just a baseline understanding, you realize how difficult the work of translation actually is. And so it kind of it kind of gets under my skin a little bit when people will make comments, and I'll see this all the time in, in Twitter or in like blogs, where someone who is not an expert in the original language will, will say things like, well, this translation absolutely um, missed the whole point of this passage and, and totally got this word wrong. And they'll make the lob critiques without like really knowing what they're talking about. And usually what I think is happening is they're regurgitating something they heard from someone else, a pastor, a writer. And while there may be some truth to what they're saying, and, and I'm guilty of, I mean, I've done this myself, but I also, now that I have a deeper understanding of New Testament Greek and of Hebrew, like I get how difficult the work of translation is. It's really hard. And it takes a committee of people. It takes years and years and years of people who are experts in the original language. And so I begin by almost a word of caution of like, be, be slow to um, critique translations on a whim without really understanding what's going on. You know, I have my personal favorite translations for various reasons, but I have a lot of respect for anyone who's attempted to translate the New Testament. Um, and so there is no right translation. The, the right translation is the original manuscript. That's the, the, the closest that we could ever get to um, what the author's exact words were. Now we can get close and there are different ways to think about translations. We have paraphrase translations like the message would be the most extreme example of this where uh, Eugene Peterson tried to take uh, the, the meaning of the text in, in his interpretation of the meaning and use it in modern language. Or you have the NIV, which is also a paraphrase or the NLT. Uh, these are translations with both whom I have immense respect for and think they're very good translations and but they're not trying to sort of give you a word-for-word -word translation of what the text is saying um, now you, you swing the pendulum a little bit towards um, a more literal you'll get you'll get translations like the NASB uh, which is probably I would say the most accurate word for word. You've got the ESV and, and ESV is also good. It, it has some biases when it comes to gender. So there are times where I think it, it, it takes a lot of creative liberties in its interpretation and its bias to make a complementarian argument that I, I think uh, 
the NASB does a better job of being more true to what the, what the actual Greek um, is saying via gender. Um, and you have um, a, a new translation that's really good is the CSB. It's sort of a hybrid. It, it sort of does both. It's It tries to be very accurate and true um, literal translation, but does so in a way that captures the essence and meaning. So that, look, I could talk all the different translations. Um, I, I worked a lot with the RSV, the Revised Standard Version in seminary, just because that's what a lot of our Greek um, software would use in, in comparing different translations. One of the cool exercises we would do is take three different English translations and read them side by side in, in our software and see how certain words are translated differently. And then what that allows you to do is use something called a Greek lexicon, okay? So um, a Greek lexicon will take a word, we use the halot was the most common one we'd use. We'd take a word, for example, let's say uh, the word um, sovereign. Okay, let's say that word gets translated. We would click on that word and see all the different places where that word is used. So let's say it's used you know, 150 times and we could see the different contexts and ways in which it's used. And that's when you really understand just how difficult it is to translate the New Testament. Because um, the English language is so different. One word may have four very distinct meanings, five distinct meanings, six distinct meanings in different places and contexts. And um, that's why you get such variation within translations. And you can look at four or five different translations and they totally capture a different essence of what the author was trying to say. So I say all this to say um, what translation is best. I, there is no best translation. I have my personal favorites. Typically when I'm preparing a sermon, I will read the NIV. I will read um, the NASB as well. And then I will read for, you know, just get two perspectives and then... Um, sometimes I will use verses from the message just because they capture in a different voice or language that I think is a helpful in preaching. Um, but I will always consult two or three translations at least to try to um, sort of triangulate the meaning and most accurately. So yeah, um, I want to give a shout out to a newer translation I had mentioned earlier, the CSB. This is a more recent, I think it was done in 2018. Um, it's one that I've been using a lot. I don't typically uh, preach with it just because we don't have those Bibles in the pews or um, that people aren't quite as familiar with it. Um, but yeah, it's a newer translation uh, derived from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and I think it does a really good job of threading the needle between uh, paraphrase and literal. So anyway, that's my recommendation. But again, there's no perfect translation. All right. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope to see you for our next episode. Again, if you have any questions, you can submit those to betterquestions at eastminster.org, or if you want to go to our website, eastminster.org slash better questions you can submit them right on that landing page as well as find the podcast there if you have a chance leave us a review on apple podcasts uh five stars if you think it's great but you can be honest if you're like you know this podcast is pretty mid it's it's not that great you can give it three stars i won't be offended but the more reviews just means we get better feedback and we can make things 
better. That's it. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope to see you next time. Grace and peace.